0: What's going on, loyal Four Layer Take listeners? It's your boy, Marcus, a.k.a. The Plug. A couple episodes ago, we had on our guide, Jameen Butler, with The Black Coffee Company to promote their mission of black entrepreneurship. Well, he and his brothers have hooked us up, and you all, with a promo code for a discount on coffee, merch, apparel, all that good stuff. Just visit their website, theblackcoffeecompany.com, to check out all their products and learn more about their mission. Once you're ready to buy... Enter the code 4 Layer Takes at checkout to receive a 15% discount on your order. Enjoy. Deuces.
1: Well, welcome everybody to another episode of Four Layer Takes. Today we will be reviewing the penultimate episode. For season four, episode nine, this is Loki trying. Yeah. Think One trying. Not all of
2: them. <laughs> not everybody. Everybody's trying their own way. Me and Molly ain't trying. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm mad about I'm mad. Go ahead.
1: We're going to get into
2: it, Mimi. But this is your girl, right. Kit. Me, Mimi. This is your girl, Mel.
0: This is your boy, Marcus, a.k.a. Brianna Taylor.
3: Shout out. Say, to say, say, say. her name. Say her name.
0: name. Brianna
3: Taylor. Locked up the cops who murdered Fiona Taylor. Arrest their asses ASAP. All right. So, guys, we already got some hot takes. I was going to ask, like, how did you like the episode? I guess we know how Mimi liked the episode. She didn't liked like the, episode. She didn't oh. the episode. she yeah, didn't say the episode. I liked the episode. episode. I just didn't like a particular person in said episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. Anybody else have any hot takes on the episode overall? Did, they, did you, you like it, the pen ultimate?
0: I'm just sad. It's one episode left.
3: Yeah. 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 This has been the best season. This season
1: to me has been better than season one. Really? really? I, yeah. Uh, I don't to know
2: about season good. one, but it's a good-ass season.
1: Because, I mean, season one was good, but the reason why I like this season better is is you could tell the budget is, is better. Because like the lighting, the directors that they have, the cinematography, like all of that is better. You so can, just the then, overall production quality. Yeah, overall production quality. Like, so to me, this is the be- best season. This episode, you know, it started out good, and then you know, anytime Molly comes on, I just like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I sit down. I wanted to sit down. <laughs> all right. A.K.A. what you got to say about it.
0: I, I forgot that Carrie Washington was directing an episode this season. So when the credits roll, I was like, damn, she really did a good job here. Yes,
3: yeah, she did. She really yeah. did. I think she did a great job. Uh, For me, I thought it was an okay episode. I didn't, I wasn't overwhelmed or anything by it. Like I am, I I'm, I feel like Kiki, like the cinematography, the, you know, everything, I mean, down to the details I keep seeing. Now I'm paying more attention to the um, intentionality with the with the wardrobe colors. So like Issa is always in these reds and burnt oranges, while everybody else or people that she's directly, you know, communicating with are in blues and like muted blues um, and shades of blue. I, I thought that was cool. I actually paid a lot of attention to that this episode. So okay. okay. And yeah. what do you think, Mel? What do you think that means? You know, I, I don't really know yet. Um, I think they, I really started paying attention last episode to the colors um, and the way they have her dressed. And at first I thought, well, now she's in those reds and burnt oranges. It didn't look good on her skin because she's beautiful and gorgeous. I'm really perfect on her. But maybe it's that, you know, that she's much doing much more asserting of herself. Those colors are a little bit more uh, bold, but like, um, you know, you see like the power cup colors. So I like, I like kind of seeing that. I like seeing her in that as, she's, as we're kind of seeing her coming to herself, you know, which is kind of cool. Um, so I'm, I was excited. I said, like, I didn't love the episode. I thought, I thought it was directly beautifully. I thought the cinematography was gorgeous. The music was on point. Um, but it was just, you know, it was just one of those episodes. I, and I think for me, I wanted a little bit more from um, the confrontation with uh, Molly and Issa to set up that last episode. So I, I was kind of, I think I just wanted a little bit more from it. But we are where we are. So we open up with a very, very lovely scene um, where Issa and Lawrence are just kind of hanging out. So we see them over a span of a couple of days where they are, you know, just dating and being cute and, you know, making love and eating pizza. So I just thought that was really cute. I it was. It. And yeah. And I, it took me a little bit longer to watch it on Sunday because I had turned on uh, Yvonne's comedy special. And so oh, yeah. people kept texting so me. They're like, "Mel, you gonna love this opening scene, girl." I was like, "What? The, what happened? Let me turn it off and see what's going
1: on." So, <laughs> they, know, they now, know my season friends. when we were talking about Lawrence and Issa getting together. Who was it of the people that said that they weren't for them getting back together? Some, mm-hmm. me. So, what what made you
3: change your mind? No, I I don't think that they should be together in the long run. I I liked seeing them together. I like them together, I, but I think that they are better off friends than lovers in the in, in the long run. Um, so we'll see. We'll I
2: I am going to say something that is going to uh, I just I, something devastating. I feel is coming. Yeah, it's 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 in uh, fr- when he got Frisco. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like they these motherfuckers is too happy. Maybe watching Game of Thrones has scarred me. I'm like, mm-mm, somebody going to die. I was like, somebody going to die <laughs> because, <laughs> this scarred me because happiness just don't last. I'm like, uh, one of my other listeners was just like, I just, well, you know, last week we were, we were like, uh, we think um, condolences is pregnant. Yeah, you know, we am like, oh, we don't want to see that happen again. I'm like, uh-uh, Lauren's going to die something something <laughs> different <Damn>. thanks <laughs> something for your, different
3: different. your your sunny disposition out there
2: uh, I'm saying, like i just get nervous when i pee, I see people smile on hbo because they're just it don't yeah. last
3: uh so then they're do you see them after this kind of this really cute mo- um uh not monologue what is it montage i'm sorry the montage they're sitting on the couch and isa you know, she's kind of like a little bit nervous she's like oh I need to talk to you about something um you I'm I remember my friend Nathan I kind of told you about I was dating him well I'm going to help him move are you are you cool with that are you all right with that because I don't know you know what this I don't want to mess up you know what we're doing right now or mess this up um but neither one of them really could define it because uh Lawrence like well what is this and they were like I don't know it's we're hanging out we're kicking like so there's no definition to what they're doing I just think that they're dating each other you know they're just getting to know each other in that grown-up way. It was so cute. That's all. It was. It was. It was very cute. So I'm hoping, you know, so we'll see what happens.
0: I don't want to cut you off. This is the second time where Issa has asked Lawrence a question and he hasn't answered it directly. You in, know what? In the end the last week's episode about being happy and then again right here when she asked him what are we mm-hmm. doing and, he, and him mm-hmm. putting it back on her, like, I, I don't... Yeah,
2: I'm just. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta send my challenge you on that because when I rewatched last week's episode, Lawrence Semi said he was happy with her first when they were at the art walk. And something about are you happy or whatever, whatever. He says, "Well, I'm happy right now." And then he turns in the camera. He turns away from her and then mm-hmm. smiles bright as fuck, and the camera like zooms in on his face. I'm like, All right, "Okay, so you're saying you're happy now with Issa." So, but he didn't like say it to her. It it, it was almost like it was more meaningful because it was like personal to himself. Like he didn't say it to her. He he was like reinforcing it to himself. I'm happy now. Like he kind of said it to himself and turned away and then smiles and the cameras all in his face. I'm like ah okay. Is is that what y'all trying to do here? So I
3: agree. I agree. Excuse me. I agree with Marcus. I didn't see. I didn't reckon. I didn't notice it until this episode. He is not answering her. Not directly. When she's like, when she told him that he made her happy, he did not say, you know, you make me happy as well or something like that. It was very roundabout. But he said at first, he didn't say it to her face. He turned around and did it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it was still in the affirmative.
3: He's still (laughs) tiptoeing.
1: I think everybody is right. One, I think Lawrence is very happy with Issa. Mm -hmm. I do think that is a true thing. I don't think he is directly answering her questions because I think he still has unanswered questions for himself. So Mm -hmm. it's hard to say, yeah, I want to be in a relationship with you. I want this commitment. And I'm also possibly moving to San Francisco. Yeah. So it's hard to say, yes, I know for sure that I want this when Mm -hmm. I still have other things that I'm working on or trying to figure out. Right. But, what Issa is not doing is not pushing to answer. Because Issa doesn't come back and say to Lawrence, well, like I would. You didn't answer that question. She, me too. <laughs> yeah. I like you know, what I, have, followed, what I nope. said, what are we doing? And yeah. so what's the answer? Like, I'm asking, but she, Like she doesn't push it. So I don't know if she's not pushing it because there's still some fragility and, like, they're still trying to figure some things out. Or if she's like, no matter what happens, she's happy. So there's no need for me to push
3: all those things. We're going to see. Condola to Condola. I'm just saying, like, uh, Lawrence does confirm, uh, you know, that he and Condola are, you know, done for right, you know, done for right now. So how I, that even though what he said, I said done for right now, because it seemed yeah. like he, he didn't, it wasn't like a closed and shut case. To me, and I, I would ask some follow up questions like how y'all break up? Did y'all have a conversation? How long was the conversation? You take up to that same restaurant you took me to with all these questions. Like, I would have so many other questions, but yeah, that's why she got a boo right now that I don't. So, <laughs> but she not answering.
2: You
1: gotta <laughs> ask
3: you <That's> some questions. <laughs> I think that's another question. Mimi, what were you about to say?
2: Oh, no, I was when you were like for now, I'm kind of like, yeah, because I feel like they guess I'm kind of scared for next week's episode. <laughs> HBO has scarred me, and I'm just like, is she oh pregnant? Is is some detrimental gonna happen on the way to San Francisco? Because all this happiness just can't, I just, it's just it can't
3: last forever. Like, what's gonna happen? So we have to find you some happier shows to watch so we can get you out of this double D uh, trauma. The next scene we uh, get to uh, see Molly at the therapist's office. Her hair was so laid. Um, so her therapist, you know, they, she called her when she was on the beach in Mexico. And basically, she's confronting Molly like, hey, you know, don't, I need to call out this pattern that you have. Like, we've all talked about this for weeks and weeks. You have a pattern of when you get hurt, you put up walls, you know, um, you cut people off. You, when you feel hurt, you hurt others. And then she asked her, you know, do you want um, to be right or do you want a relationship? Like, do you just have to be right about everything or can you, you know, be open to fixing whatever is wrong in the relationship with your friend, Issa? Um, then she says, um, that was a know, word." Like it. yeah, it and, was it's a, and word, it's... And
1: it's a word that I've been saying for years. That's the question that I asked. And when I write my book, it was going to be in there. And I got oh. that from Bishop Dale Brunner, like mm-hmm. 10 years ago when I was struggling with some forgiveness, the man said, you want to be right? or you want to be in a relationship? I was sitting in the church just like Molly. Yeah. You know well, I, I
2: want to be right. You? God damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Molly said she wanted to-
2: Oh, wait, I want to, I
1: think I choose relationship. Let me get on the forgiveness train. Testify Dr. Kiki.
2: I'd be like, let me be right eight out of nine, ten times.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, then she asked her, you know, um, do you want to, you know, do the work to repair your relationship? Molly was basically saying, you know, it, that is my, one of my most important relationships in my life. And then Molly says, um, you know, she, you know, we don't hear her answer the question it, it kind of cuts, the scene cuts and goes to the next scene. So we don't know really what she said. Her actions, however, are speaking otherwise that maybe she said, not, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really interested in repairing things. Why that is, um, you know, she'll have to figure that out herself, but she's going to be alone because she's pushing so many people away. All those questions were very, very valid questions. And she did feel read in that, uh, in that therapy session, which is what therapists are there to do, read your ass, to help you. So... But I
2: still was like, I was annoyed that she felt like Issa owed her an apology. Issa was wrong. I was like, how, Sway? I just, how? I don't I understand. I don't... Talking about because she went behind my back with... What?
1: But uh. she felt everybody was wrong. She didn't even want to call Victor's name. I was yeah. like, what think of you breaking down in Mexico, going to the therapist's office, and still recounting everything that people have done to you? Supposed yeah. And like, you have no accountability you everybody was wrong and
0: you're the only one
3: that's right and it's not that's not reality I you might, live in a false reality
0: i might be wrong in saying this but feels like people should kiss her ass and she got like fucked up if she think it's supposed to be like that
2: Man, hey, you took that personally like <laughs> molly is the friend you got in real life that bitch got me fucked up like she on tv marcus she on tv okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Yvonne's doing such a good job with this
3: betrayal that I can't help but take it personal. Yeah. yeah. We, all turn, we all kind of turned up as African-American black people. We just all kind of turned up right now. We all real sensitive at the moment. So we just, we bad. But I mean, at the end of the day, what, what the doctor was really trying to tell her, like, if you don't change who you are and the way you treat people and the way that you view relationships, you're going to end up alone. Alone, alone. Like, not you know, you won't have any support system but coming here, you know, to talk to me. Um, uh, maybe her her mom will be her support system, maybe. I don't know. But that's that she I she didn't that she was listening, but that's the reality of the situation. Until
2: her mama don't bake the cookies right or something, then she gonna fall out with her with some stupid ass shit. You know, everybody gotta be perfect for Molly, so I just don't understand why these people are scared of
1: Molly. Like <laughs> Molly, because first of all, Issa should have been told Molly off. Yeah. yeah. Andrew should have told Molly ass off in Mexico about his brother. Yeah. And he should have been like, no, woman, you're coming to the basketball game. Like, we're going to get yeah. to that. No, you coming. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah.
3: I put like. on your jersey. Let's go. You clip the yeah. jersey. Yeah. Let's get it. I agree. I totally agree. um So, we're, this next scene was kind of I, what I thought was going to be a majority of the show, to be honest. I thought they were going to go to the crunch and all these things. So um, Issa is sitting in her living room, kind of just going through her phone. You can tell like she's want to talk to somebody about this uh, Nathan V. Lawrence situation. She finds herself in, but the person that she will always talk to about that, you know, the first person would be Molly, but since, you know, they kind of feel some kind of way she calls Kelly, Kelly goes to this dramatic ass, extra ass voice. So <laughs> so um, I love it was international. I love it. And then she calls her brother, uh, which I love the way he answered the phone. Like, hey, what's going on? Is Stanley dead? Like, what? <laughs> what is up <laughs> with Stanley? Nice the Stanley? They need to be nicer to the Stanley and those twins, I feel. They're being mean to them. Um, <laughs> so, and then she, you know, kind of goes into this daydream that, oh, she's on a call, she called Molly, and Molly picked up the phone, and Molly just got, got goes in. And I was like, damn, is she really about to yell at this girl and cuss this girl out? But it was just a daydream. It was what she, you know, kind of thought might happen. But she does end up leaving Molly a voicemail asking her to brunch, um, you know, just so they can connect and talk or whatever. And so when Molly was uh, walking out of her therapy appointment, she gets the voicemail and clearly lets uh, Issa know that, yeah, they can meet for brunch and kind of talk over things. So I thought that was nice. That was huge of Issa to do. My only thing is uh, my nervousness was before the rest of the show went on was please don't get there when y'all, you know, have this brunch and start talking about you. Like that's a big part of what Molly's. Anger is towards her is that everything is about her issues and and her and her life without other people always. So that was just my nervousness. um That that might be like I don't know, man. molly's just pissing me off
2: this season. I'm like, then talk about you, goddamn it! Like, yeah. you're like very, you
3: like shut the fuck up. Let me talk real quick.
2: That's all it takes,
3: bitch. We're very we're very anti Molly podcast. <laughs> So Molly does agree and Molly and Issa, you know, meet for uh, this kind of awkward brunch at the beginning. They come in, they sit down, they talk about, you know, what's going on at, you know, house and work and all that kind of stuff, which was cute. And they get mimosas and that kind of calms it down, uh, which I thought was nice. They didn't talk about any real issues. It was kind of like a surface, you know, nice, nice nicey, nice conversation, nothing, um, serious about what happened at the block party or what's been happening even before that while Molly was feeling some kind of way or whatever the buildup is. So it was just kind of a nice brunch kind of to get to see you again. But what I liked at the end is that Issa did um, offer to pay for lunch, which was a big thing. And they both said, I love you, uh, which I thought was really nice. Um, So I'm like, you can still tell that there's love there. It's just, I was hoping that that brunch was going to be, you know, more of a conversation I was, I was kind of hoping on.
2: I want to so, say though, I really I liked that because that happens so often. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you know, you just kind of both parties and whatever it is try to keep pleasantries. Don't want to get into it, and they just kick it there always. And then when when they have a good time, whether it be brunch mm-hmm. or with guys playing basketball, for example, or something, and then y'all still have fun, and then you like, okay, we cool, but you never really talk nothing out. But you like, okay, we back cool. It's cool um that happens a lot so yeah. i like that they included
1: that i must be a weirdo i, I don't really you. like so i might be like hey how
3: you doing mm-hmm. okay so this is why we here like yeah um, I, I don't i don't know i so, would want because my thing is you're just going to be in the same situation over and over again if you don't confront the situation you like are. you have to walk through it to get to the other side and that playing this niceties and we which we saw last week when they stopped stepping on eggshells and were just real with each other. They got you know they got somewhere. They got a little bit of closure for each one of I'm um, talking about uh, Issa and Lawrence. Got a little bit of closure. I'm just like, what the fuck we sitting here at this diner for? Like y'all don't even talk about nothing. Right. We could have a Moses at the house for shit for ten dollars. Like nothing came of it. Right. But there are a lot of people who just don't like conflict. They just don't try
2: the like conflict. They don't like dealing with conflict. They don't like they yeah. don't like conflict. And so if you have this brunch and y'all didn't immediately burst into some into some argument, you're like, whoo, that's a win. Maybe maybe we're back on good terms. We just move past it. And a lot of people do operate that way. Some people want to immediately talk it out and some people just like, let's just move past it. Something and some things you can move past in that way and never revisit. And then some things you can't. This is one of those things you can't move past, like, because there's some serious underlying issues here that's going to continue to pop up. So, so what real.
1: was the point of Issa calling Molly? Because it seemed like Issa, in her imagining, she yeah. called her, she was conflicted about Lawrence. So yeah. she called for brunch. They didn't talk about Lawrence. She didn't even, like, test the waters to see. What was the point of Issa calling
3: Molly in the first place? From, she wanted to see if she would show up, to be honest. I, I think she I, wanted to see if she was going to show up or agree to go to brunch. I, I think, think it was really a shot in the dark.
2: Yeah, I think from Issa's standpoint, and this is the other reason I was kind of mad at Molly, is that Molly was not going to reach out to Issa, period. On nothing. Like, not even on some, let's go get brunch. And I'm yeah. like, Issa at least was like, okay, well, let's try to get brunch. And maybe she, when she got there, she was hoping that Molly may start it started talking about it or maybe it would come up and it didn't but I feel like from Issa's perspective she's like well hell I reached out first like even if we didn't have this in-depth conversation I at least reached out to you Molly wanted Issa to not only reach out to her invite her to somewhere but be the one to start the conversation and I'm just like bitch what you gonna do you ain't gonna do nothing you ain't gonna do none of the shit (laughs) I'm sorry I'm mad it it, it sounds
3: like you take it personal too I am. We're going to get you some mimosas, too, because I don't know
0: what's going on over there. Everybody's stressed out.
3: We're mad. we stressed out. Marcus, you have anything to add?
0: No, I, was, I, I, I hate that Issa reached out. Like Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, it is. But that's That's who Issa is. You know, she is much more of the, you know, olive branch um, person. So, yeah. I don't know. It just was a wasted, a waste of after. I mean, they got some emotions and good food I hope, but they didn't get they didn't move themselves forward enough for me and I thought I was just hoping more from that scene because we had been seeing it over and over again in the advertisements and like, actually I was like, okay we about to get, get into it, so oh well.
2: And the other thing, I'm sorry and this is my last point because obviously I'm mad. Um, it almost feels like And Okay. So, okay. I'm team Issa right now. Okay. Okay. So it almost feels like Issa was done the worst to me. She's the most, uh, the the party that got, you know, offended the worst. And yet she was willing to put all that aside and try to reach out and try to talk. And now this chick over here, just like, I, I just don't understand. I'm perplexed.
3: I am perplexed by Molly being Molly. I'm perplexed by it all. Like she was being herself. She was being herself. If this didn't fun, perplex me. This did perplex me as much as the last scene did. And I'll go get there. That's what had me confused at the end of the episode when the, the credits
0: ran. I was like, Did I miss a part of this? Again, Molly thinks people should kiss her ass and she got life fucked up.
2: Right, Marcus. I wish I could high 5 you through this Zoom camera right now, because
3: I'm with you now.
2: I mean, I know I said she was mad and shit. she a character, but you know what? I'm with you. This is life. Okay. <laughs>
3: Y'all need to check out Mama We Made It. Check out Yvonne's comedy special. Y'all need oh, to I out. Did. It was good. It's okay. good. Watch it again after after we get off this call. Yeah. Me? Oh hold oh, <laughs> me. Right. I, I said I said I'm gonna start saying it. I'm gonna start saying it. Me? Oh, oh me. I'm gonna start saying when people when I got dum dumb I'm talking I'm like, how do we how did we get here? We're not supposed to be here. I'm just gonna start singing oh, it. I know, <laughs> that was good. That was- how did we how did we get here? We're not supposed to be here. I love that. It. it was it was just a good it was a good comedy show. i like, I need to watch it again tonight. It was good. Yeah, oh, she did a great job. Um, so after brunch happens, they you know go their separate ways, and Molly goes to Andrew's spot, and basically Andrew's like, "Well, tell me what happened," you know, and she basically tells you know it was just really we didn't talk about anything. It was just real surface. Um, and Andrew challenges her like. You know, you have to meet her halfway. You can't just think that everybody's gonna. But shit, what? I'm like, how many people got to tell you the same fucking idea before it gets to your head? You're a lawyer. You can understand basic fucking concepts. I don't He's see like, she's a she successful is, lawyer. I don't understand. The because she doesn't bend. That's why she's a successful lawyer. She mm-hmm. doesn't bend. Um, but in real life, you know, outside of the, the courtroom and legal briefs, you got to kind of be in and meet people halfway. So he challenges her on that. Like, it just can't be Issa making all the moves. She's contacted you. She invited you to brunch. Like, damn, what, what baby, what you going to do? Oh, yeah. um, she, and she was worried about, you know, um, looking for uh, Latoya. So he then offers her like, hey. that
1: hey, she wouldn't even know Andrew without Issa. She wouldn't even be yeah. Whole new relationship without and Nathan, and
3: now like yeah, that's not cool, man. Um, then Nathan tells her like, "Hey, my brother's coming in town, and he wants us to go to the game. You know, would you know come? You know, come with us. He's offer. He's he is trying to give you an olive branch, just like Isa did today, mm-hmm. but you didn't want to take it. And you know, just come on, like we're gonna have fun. You know, be a part of this. And she was like, mm, no, thanks, bye." Which I was like, okay, you can at least go and try to, you know, to, even if it's not a deep conversation, but show that you're trying to have a relationship. If this person is your partner, guess what? His brother's not going to not be his brother. He, he, he and his brother are always going to be together. So right. you better get with the program. You'll have to love them. But damn, you can at least open up your heart a little bit and say, hey, or, or even say, I don't really feel like going to the game, but I would love for him to come over. We can have drinks. Like we can talk a little bit. Like there's other things you can do, but just to say no, no, no all the time. Like it was just bizarre. I just, I didn't get it. And that's when I started getting irritated with Andrew too. Like the whole, they relationship to me is making me real irritated because I'm like, somebody need to stand up to this lady and it's going to be you the one that's going to do it at this point.
0: Okay, Marcus. My big prediction for episode 10 is that Andrew breaks up with
3: Molly. I would, shit. I
1: would have broke up her ass in Mexico. Yes. Issa already said, this relationship not going to last, and you're not going to be able to blame me on the fuck up. It's, it's going to be you that's going to fuck it up.
3: Look, look at that prophetess.
2: Like, if they come <laughs> back at the end of this uh, season or the beginning of the next season or something, and further say, like, maybe Molly is, is dealing with depression and she needs some sort of, like, actual medication or something... That would maybe explain some of this
3: to me, but like right now, like all of this is just inexplicable to me. It's just making me mad. She's gonna be by herself, all I know. So she better get on, she better take one of them happy pills and keep it moving. Um, mm-hmm. So then we get the next scene. Issa is, you know, kind of working on her next project. She still has uh, her assistant. You guys have to remind me of her name. I always forget it in the Quoy- show. It's Sequoia. Sequoia. Quoy- 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 so Quoy- they go. Quoy-
0: it's executive assistant.
3: Yeah. Executive assistant koya right who is I, just, I, she's she's such a good she has good again good uh comic timing, so they're trying to sign up new people for their next uh, venture that they're gonna do or event that they're gonna do and uh, Lawrence calls and um it's basically like, oh you know the interview went really well, and how are you doing and he's just super excited it's, he he looked really excited like this is really about to go down in san Francisco um so that was kind of interesting. you saw them kind of which i think Maybe as a precursor to the way that they're going to have to communicate when he moves to um, to San Francisco, like so it might be like a cutie on the phone kind of thing where they were still kind of going back and forth. Um, her executive assistant, when she said she was on a high gluten diet so she can get thick for the weekend, pulled <laughs> out, y'all. Then she put out them uh, the Eggo waffles from her purse. When I tell you I screamed. That yeah. was the funniest thing. I have never heard those stuff like that in my whole
2: life. And she just, and, and, and <laughs> Issa was like, why well, <laughs> so warm? She was like, hand warm. I was like, wow. I was, But y'all was like, oh, that's real smart. I was like, that's but what did thing. I think of Mel when she did it? I said,
1: I, I know Mel has never done anything like this in her life, but I feel like now Mel will have you know she has she prepared for everything she is gonna got now have hand to keep food warm when she's doing events you know when the world
3: opens up when I tell you y'all that was such a good idea I was, I was laughing I was like oh that's a good idea let's go ahead <laughs> and write that down <laughs> I mean truly it takes truly
2: inspired hungry motherfuckers to think of
3: that <laughs> yeah man but that was funny I can't lie she's uh, I like them together so I hope that she is uh, she's a part of next season yeah. Uh, so the, you know, they leave uh the I guess it was like a cycling place that they're with and Issa goes over to help Nathan unpack his new apartment. You know, good good looking out, Nathan. Go with your new apartment. So she's really awkward, kinda going her she's her regular awkward self, really. So she goes into the apartment and she's kind of trying to distance herself from him because she's now with Lawrence, but they don't know what they are. So Nathan's kind of throwing some, you know, winks and he's trying to get next to her and say some little cute things in her ear and bat those pretty eyes. I know. I know what he's trying to do. And then um, so she's kind of like running around the apartment, um, still unpacking. And then she tells him, you know, I kind of start seeing my ex Lawrence again. And immediately Nathan gets kind of defensive. He and kind of like, oh, okay. He always seemed kind of sometime to me. And she says, well, at least, you know, he knows how to use his words and not disappear.
2: I mean, and,
3: she, wait, she started
2: defending Lawrence.
3: I was like, oh, oh, oh. I thought they was going to fight. I, thought, I was like, big lady they, they're going to fight this brand new apartment. Look at all this. He just got this. He just got this. They're going to get put out today. What you're not going to do
2: is talk about my Lawrence up here today yes.
3: with your fine ass, but still. She's going to be like, my baby got a cute couch. He got, so he got a blade plug in, and you ain't got it. Like, she was right. ready to fight your boy. And he, and like,
2: he don't ghost on nobody, okay? He don't ghost on
3: nobody. She said, that shit real fast. You know, she had, you know you real mad with somebody, but you don't, you know, really let them know what's going on. You keep that in your back pocket. Like, I'm going to tell, when you start saying something, I'm sure I'm going to pull this card out. She pulled oh, that. Yeah. She, it. She, she was like, she was at <laughs> she, <laughs> she had said <laughs>
2: that in the mirror a bunch of times. I had that ready. Already on base exactly. had it articulated and
3: punctuated perfectly. This card right here, right here. We're ready to go. So then Nathan opens up and tells her that he found out he was bipolar, you know, last year when he was in Houston and, you know, had to get help. So that was a big part of the reason he wasn't communicating with her. and He kind of ghosted, which, you know, she was like, okay, you know, I get it. Going through some time. So that was, it was a nice, I'm happy that they are, you know, bringing up uh, more severe mental illnesses because we didn't know, we just kind of like alluded to it all season. Um, Andrew had alluded to him having some things going on. He had, so it's good to know that it was uh, he was suffering from being bipolar, and now he has help and that he needs. Marcus,
0: what a, um, would you all say that Issa used Nathan? Yes, it, she used everybody. What you talking about?
3: <laughs> I told y'all oh. me, and Kiki, me and Kiki already had this argument. We already had it. We already had the argument. She used How everybody. Use Nathan. How did she use him? to get your boy at the, uh, the game, at the, um, at the
0: block party. She, I, I, she, I no, a situation. She, she lured, lured a- Nathan to get to Andrew to get to Vince.
3: Yeah. Is that what that guy named?
0: Exactly, she <laughs> lured Nathan back into her life under the fallacy or hope that they would potentially end up together. Then for her to get back to, get back together with Lawrence. No? I, this bitch ain't got no
2: crystal ball. This right bitch there. ain't got no crystal ball. Look, Nathan yeah. owed her ass anyway. <laughs> Bipolar no. or not?
3: No.
1: Nathan, Nathan
2: <laughs> ghosted her for three whole months.
1: No. She reached he to her first. He reached her first. He reached out to her first. He had reached out to her he, he, yeah. first. He did, yeah,
3: but yeah. she still used him. I'm like, yeah, she used him to get to get to what she wanted. Exactly. As she should. This motherfucker ain't.
1: saying ghosted to
2: her. Ghosted her three months. First of all, look. If you, if you, if we was kicking it real hard, I guess in a relationship, I, I forget, I have to rewatch that season, but I guess I thought they were in on semi-relationship and then you just disappeared for three months on tell me shit. If I do need something and you can get me that way, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. I don't fuck with you. Obviously you don't fuck with me. You ain't, you ain't tried to holler at me. You ghost me for three months. Cool. I'm just going to use you
3: to get this period. I don't yeah. see nothing wrong with that. Point blank. That's how I go. I don't see, no, I ain't nothing was wrong with it. She used people to get what she needs. That, that's what it, that's, that's life. Y'all can say, it, you can, we can dress it up. We can put makeup on it. We can put ribbons on it. People use people to get what they need. It's not, I'm not saying that it's a negative thing always. She didn't have any negative, she didn't do it in a negative way. She wasn't needing uh, malice behind it. She used them to get to Vince Staples. That's what she did. She used. That's her
1: own- why it wasn't a user situation because there was no malice it behind it. He was not manipulating the situation. Whereas Nathan was setting this shit up the whole time.
2: I, yeah. Nathan was setting this Nathan. shit up to fuck. And I'm like, Issa, yeah. um, like, Issa didn't know she was about to get back with Lawrence. But to me, Issa was hitting up Nathan not only to get um, Vince Staples, but to be like, okay, maybe we can talk it out. Who knows, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm letting you back in my life. I'm letting you back in my life right now to get to Vince Staples, but hey, you know, it is what it is. But then Lawrence popped back up and it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, pretty brown eyes, you know, I'm with Lawrence now, so, you know, we can't do this no more. <laughs>
3: That's bizarre. What like, you can date both of them. That's, I, and I guess for me, I'm just like, but you can just date both of them. I'm like, what is this conundrum that we're having? Like, you're not 70 years old. Like, fuck, you got two two dicks? Yeah, it's great. Sounds like a plan to me. Like, I'm confused. Them, them two dicks married. They them, trying to get married. I'm confused. Them two
2: dicks gotta be ready for that, and I don't think Lawrence is. Lawrence definitely ain't ready to go back through that again.
3: <laughs> think he already said we don't know what we're doing. They, they, they're dating. Like when you date, people, you can you if you haven't defined something is, but you do have to be open and honest. Like yeah, she does need to say something. But I'm like, they're dating. It's fine. You can date two people. You can I hate all the girls out there. You can kiss two boys. It's okay. It's you fine. are correct, okay. male that she can date two. Most she can date multiple people. She could still be
1: with PSA be with yeah. all the people that she wants to be with, technically. Yeah. But if her heart is with Lawrence, yeah, and you've already broken his heart by cheating yeah. on him, you cannot yeah. now re-enter into building a relationship and saying, Oh, and by the way. I'm still gonna continue to date other people. Like Lawrence is gonna be out.
2: I would have said, that's so what I would have said. You you like, heard San Francisco, Francisco treat.
3: Yes. <laughs> Don't be on the trolley. On the trolley. <laughs> on the trolley, Lord. Marcus, what you say? You had your hand raised. I was to
0: testify, Pastor Kim. Pastor five, Pastor Kiki. I'm
3: just saying. And I, I do that I think that she really is in love with Lawrence and she wants to be with him. But again, I think like, oh my God, calm down. Like I, you, I, thought gonna,
2: uh, I thought she was gonna cut Nathan in that damn kitchen over there. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean was fight. boxes was about to fly. Shit.
3: Okay. A mess. Um, so they, you know, kind of they make up and they're like, Oh, you know, you still need you still at the end of the day while we sit up for arguing, you understand I have, you know, right now, um, and mental illness that I'm, you know, working through, trying to learn and be better with. Um, so they continue to unpack and they're, they kind of lighten the mood and they can understand each other a little bit better. So I guess they, he still had boxes over at Andrew's house. So that we cut to Andrew's, the next thing is at Andrew's home and Molly walks in with dinner and she's kind of taking things out and talking about uh, the day, you know, Andrew was clearly, clearly feeling some kind of way. He was like, you know, it felt kind of odd last night when you didn't come to join us, you know, for the, for the, for uh, the, the game. With Victor and I um, and she was just like well just you know I, I told him that you that you were working and she was like well that's not trying to tell you to tell him that like she just it's always a tip for tat and that I don't understand I'm like he's trying to t- trying to express to you his feelings he felt some kind of way he felt you know Victor probably felt some kind of way it was an awkward you know situation he's t- just trying to open up and tell you how he's feeling you don't have to like stab a dude with a chopstick like calm the fuck down dude Wow, now this is the same woman who <laughs> at the beginning of the season
1: was begging for Andrew to open up about right. his kids. right now. He's opening up about his feelings, he's introducing you to his family. He's doing all the things that you were complaining that he wasn't doing at the beginning, and you are a bitch about it. Like,
0: and well, not- they brushed over it, but I don't know if you all noticed like the look that he had when she came home with the um the non and it wasn't what they agreed upon. And how she kind of disregarded, I guess, their agreement.
3: Yeah. She disregarded yeah. his feelings the food, what they were supposed to get. Because she knows better. Like, oh, no. This is blah, blah, blah. You remember last time when? I'm like, dog, just get, just get the food that y'all just talked about y'all was going to get. They should have Uber right. Eats So they can call it. I'll be like, you know what? I got an Uber Eats anyway. Dumb, dumb. And I'll just call it a day. <laughs> I <you know. laughs> he made. I'm just like, I'm tired. Like, again, I am not in a relationship with this woman. And by watching this episode for now weeks, I am exhausted with her i am tired of going to be in this relationship with this woman like just stop already so isa and um nathan show up to pick up some of nathan's boxes and they ended up kind of being very awkward and they uh andrew and molly invite them to stay for dinner so it was kind of cute they kind of were playing games and eating and laughing and isa and molly were talking about old days which i thought was a, a good move in the right direction and when they were playing the game, Molly accidentally texted Issa when she thought she was texting Andrew and it said, see, I'm really trying with her. Mm. Um, and I was like, are you though? Uh, that was my, I was just confused at that. And then Issa is, you know, of course, embarrassed and hurt and ends up walking outside for the final scene. So how did y'all, like, how did y'all feel about that? I just, I don't know. I'm just like, again, like, Issa, can we find you another best friend tonight? Yes. Molly made me
2: so mad this episode. I started to show up at one of the protests this week with like, a oh, Black Lives <laughs> Matters on the front and fuck Molly on the back. Like, and folks would be like, what? And I'm like, look, it's relevant. It's relevant. They'd be like, be like oh, I mean, us two, us two. <laughs> I just, it's it inexplicable. That's why I'm just like,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> she has to have some mental something going on. It's
0: just exactly. inexplicable to me. Again, I'm glad it just came out because Issa thought like they were on a path to reconciliation and they didn't work mm-hmm. it out. And truly, yeah. Molly was on that same path, and I'm just glad it just came out. Because I mean, Molly—I mean, not Molly—Issa was going to end up with egg on her face again.
3: And my thing was, I was confused with the text. I'm like, you haven't been trying. You're just sitting on oh. the, on the floor talking about something. You haven't tried anything. No. you haven't. You haven't done. You have put no effort towards this repairing this relationship. None. He's like let's low, low
0: key trying, low key.
3: It's the title of an episode. Oh, the title of an episode. Okay, got you, got you. I need, I need to, I need to, to be her smart. Trying, <laughs> and
1: probably to Andrew, she was trying because now remember now, her mm-hmm. Andrew and Molly were just having an argument about her not trying with mm-hmm. the brother, her not showing up. So to her, well, I am trying because I'm gonna sit here and entertain, and we're gonna laugh and giggle. So to her, she's trying, but yeah. Andrew even got the text now what i didn't like about Issa getting up and leaving is she wasn't like andrew thank you for your hospitality well i'm gonna see you later nathan um uh, i'm i'm out this chick i'm out like that's the only yeah. part i didn't
3: like. but i yeah. guess her feelings so hurt she couldn't yeah. really yeah you know she probably, it was hard to process i think i'm like because you think that you've been trying to like you've been making so much effort at trying to get back with your friend you thought you were having a good night you thought you had a great brunch and then, like, she sent something like that. Like, that can just, I think she just felt more embarrassed and just was like, I gotta get out of this situation. Mom's hurt. hurt. Like, yeah. i Yeah. So, Molly um, goes after Issa outside. Issa is, put, you know, in the process of calling her a lift. And Molly is just like, I'm so sorry. She says, I'm sorry you saw that text. Like, it wasn't meant for you. Not, right. I'm sorry I sent the text. <laughs> she was like, right. sorry, that, sorry that I accidentally sent you that text. Because it's really I'm sorry mo- I got sorry. Your caught. Fault. I'm sorry I got caught. That's what that was. Yeah, I'm sorry you read my text. That's basically what she should have just said. Like, read it. And then you know they're just kind of going back and forth, and you know Molly's basically like, "I had issues, you know, from back in the day. It's not just about the block party. It's more." And Molly basically says, "You know who we are now. You know we just don't fit anymore." Like we who the people the grown-ups that we are now we don't we don't fit together anymore we don't fit anymore and Issa basically says like she's trying to hold back tears she says you know she you can see she's kind of looking for other things to say but she just says okay like when you are so just done with the situation you know you want to fight but you're like i don't have any more fight left you just say okay and then this is what confused me. Molly was just kind of put out. Like she seemed like she didn't understand that Issa was saying okay. What? She didn't understand. I was just like, okay, well, what do you want her to say? Because. And to the cat, Issa gets into her lift and leaves, which the fuck I would have said. What? Because I'm like, Molly, what do what do you want from this? You are abusive this fucking girl. First of all, like what more <laughs> do you want? You want to get on her hands and knees because you fucked up and said something nasty or via a text that she got. You need to apologize. Like yes. and that's all she she's beaten down. All you got to say is, okay, then if we're not this, then I don't know what, what else we are. But you're not trying to put up no fucking ideas. But to feel put out, I was so when this when I'm not when that, when the credits roll, I was confused. I was like, we don't have no more, we have no more uh dialogue because I'm confused about why this is ending right now. And what she was about to say, Marcus, is that uh, what would, Molly thinks people should kiss the
2: third, her
0: ass. Exactly. For the third time, Molly <laughs> thinks people should kiss her <laughs> ass. Yeah, she has, like, fucked up.
2: <laughs> I told you. I'm at the protest. Black Lives Matter. <laughs>
0: Fuck
3: Molly Insecure. Black <laughs> Lives Matter. <laughs> like... You just have to say Molly. All the Black people gonna know what you're talking about. you not gonna be like... We gonna be like, uh-huh, you right. You, y'all you see that girl, that's sign? Yeah, she talking about Molly. <laughs> <laughs> like... I was confused. Dude. Like legit, I I was confused as to why Molly was confused. I'm like, you have literally abused this girl for like how, like it's enough is enough. What did you want her to fucking say?
2: The only thing I could get from Molly this episode and this season is that Molly has been feeling apparently has been feeling some sort of way about Issa for all these years. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to Issa and anybody else. Issa didn't even know. And so now it's like, it's just this cumulative effect, and it's just built up, and Molly, it, Molly, I guess, just can't take it no more, and she feels like Issa should know, but you haven't said this out loud yeah. over yeah. any of these years, and we don't know, and Issa don't know. Issa like, what the fuck? Okay. So this was
1: something that Yvonne Orji said about Molly, because mm-hmm. she was and Molly, or mm-hmm. defend the is that Molly as a character does not give people chances. Like once you do something to Molly, she totally cuts you off. But -hmm. she has not done that with Issa over the years. She feels like Issa has done, going back to even Broken Pussy, and who even knows like before then, like Issa has done all these things. And normally Molly with other people would cut them off, but she didn't Mm -hmm. do that with Issa. So because she didn't do that with Issa, She feels like she has been trying and she has done all this stuff in the relationship because she has managed her relationship with Issa differently than other people. And so she has a different expectation. I'm like, okay, I see that. But the girl's still wrong.
2: Yeah, but if Issa don't know that, you know, but that's a She don't know that and nobody else knows that you manage her different than anybody else. And then at the same time, then that's on you. She don't owe you nothing. You, no because you treated her different from somebody else like she owes no. you
3: that no sorry Yeah, it's, it's i mean but it's we know people like i'm a very i am not a forgiving person that's just my personality but like if we getting into it i'm not gonna just give up like okay this is my, this is my problem right now this is how i'm feeling i'm always willing to try a little bit but just to just to not try at all it's bizarre like i don't i don't and what she did honestly was not that serious like she didn't take your man she didn't cuss your mama she didn't throw your pie on the floor she didn't scuff up your uh rims on your car like i'm like she she didn't do anything that major you know i guess that's what i'm trying to understand and again like we if there if if what molly is is looking at this as are t- as tiny microaggressions you mm-hmm. know so I'm that's but i'm like if you don't tell the person that's aggressive to or you find these microaggressions with that they're doing it then they can never adjust the behavior So, you just as fault as the other person because you not help adjust that behavior. Like, hey, I'm feeling this way. I I feel like this. Can we or can you do X, Y, and Z? But shit, she ain't fuck your man, dude. I am not for you. She ain't slap slap your cousin. She, you know, didn't sleep with your brother. Like, bitch, calm down. It's And, and like,
2: it's confusing in a way because, like, Molly has never come across... She doesn't come across as a person who... Like you were saying, Kim, with everybody else, she tells she's direct with them immediately. Like if they piss off, she she tells them immediately, and it's kind of like it, she's trying to say that she doesn't do Issa that way. And I'm like, well, wh- why? I like <laughs> I just it's confusing. Like what is it? Like that's all that's worse for a person like her because now you're just letting it build up over what five years, and now the slightest little um incident breaks you completely so so that we and Issa and the whole world is confused the whole black lives matter movement is confused you know what i'm saying
3: <laughs> everybody i just don't understand <laughs> black lives do matter but <laughs> we don't know what's going on isa isa the black life that matters like come on guys yes i don't know i, I again i'm exhausted with this lady like i, I i'm exhausted I don't understand. I don't get it. But if, if somebody is microaggressive t- towards you, it's what you, it's how you're reading it, then you need to figure it out. Because I feel like at the end of the, at, like I think Marcus said, at uh, the end of next week's episode, she's going to be sitting by herself on the floor in, in the closet somewhere in a fetal position. Like you're going to be by yourself. Andrew is, he already, when you've now made a slight to his brother, like he's he's about to be done done, you know? And all he really needs is to see what happened to Issa. When she walked back in house, he will be like, well, what happened with you and Issa? was like, well, he, I'm. I meant to text you that he gonna call her out again. Like, dude, that's not how you treat people. We not, but you're not a child. Like, you're a grown ass lady. Like, it, you just you can't. You can't keep doing this. But I was, I was thoroughly confused because I was like, is this like talking to Donald Trump? Shit, bitch, I don't understand what's going on. What is she not getting? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
3: oh my god, I'm tired. I am exhausted. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next week. We're going to see. Lawrence may have, he may have a new job, a new baby, a new girlfriend. Oh my God. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's going to slide back up in here with the baby.
3: That's it. That's all she wrote with this episode. So low key trying. Issa's show is low key trying. Issa was right. trying. High key. High, right. key <laughs> trying. high key. for real. Molly was low key. Issa was high key. Man, Molly was no key. Yeah. yeah. No key. Zero key. <laughs> She was like like
2: like Alicia like Alicia Blank. (laughs) (laughs) Alicia Blank. I'm here all day, people. I'm here all day. Oh my God! (laughs) All
1: right, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Deuces.